Welcome to My Messy Lessons, a place to realize that being human is okay, that no one's normal, (laughs) and to think about life deeply. I share the things I'm learning in life and coaching in a hopefully real and messy way. If I get too perfect sounding, let me know. (laughs) I would encourage you not to take this as the truth because I might disagree with myself a month or year from now. So just use it to spark your own thinking about these topics in whatever direction that takes you. Welcome back to my messy lessons. Thank you for sticking with me over my um, rest period. I am just finishing up all of my studies and I'm officially a love, sex, and relationship coach, so that's really exciting. And I am just working on my two majors, which are women's sexuality and women's empowerment, and I should be done those by the end of June, so that's amazing. Um, today I would love to talk to you about something that I have developed and learned over the last little while, which is how to empower yourself really in basically any area of your life. And it's four questions to ask yourself and journal about, um, when faced with any problem in your life. So I'd really love to share those with you. I, yeah, they've really revolutionized and changed my life. And, um, I know other people have found them really helpful too. So I love to, you know, give it out to my podcast audience. So here you go. So to me, there are four main questions towards empowerment. And the first one is, what do I want? So many of us are so focused on the problem at hand that we forget to ask ourselves, what do I want instead? Like, we totally know what we don't want. You know, oh, I have a problem with this, I have a problem with that, I don't like this, I don't like that. But we don't even stop long enough to think, what do I want? What would I want to see here? What would I want in an ideal world? What would what would that look like exactly? And how would I know if I got it? Like, Like, in a measurable, precise way, what exactly is it that I want here? You know, you can say, oh, I want to make more money. Okay, like here's a penny. Does that fulfill your desire? No? Okay. Like how much exactly, right? Um, I want my husband to show me he loves me. Okay, great. What exactly would that look like? Him mowing the lawn once a week, giving you a hug three times a day? Like, what would he do and how often in order for you to feel satisfied? What would satisfy you actually? We say, I want to feel happier, but we don't stop to think, what exactly is making me unhappy and what exactly would need to happen in order for me to be happy? So basically my point of the first question is, um, we don't focus on what we want. Sometimes we're not moving forward in our life the way we want to simply because we don't actually know where we're going and what we want. So getting super clear on what we want is the first step towards getting it. So I would love to um, give you a minute right now to think about a problem in your life. So something that you want to solve or something that you want to see changed or some way that you want to feel.
And now think about, I'm going to give you like a few seconds to think about what do you want? What do you want instead? And I'd really encourage you to speak it out loud. Okay, great. So the second question is, what can I do or what are my choices here? So there are three concepts that I want to present to you and challenge you to think about. First one is, um, a lot of times we think we have no choice, which is where our sense of helplessness and hopelessness comes from. And I don't know about you, but (laughs) like hopelessness and helplessness is, those are the feelings I get the most stuck in. They're really intense for me, and I really hate them with a passion. Um, But most of the time, it's not actually true that we don't have a choice. We might have a few choices and not like any of them, but that's different than not having a choice. Realizing that we're actively choosing one of a few options helps us see that the power is actually in our hands. One of my favorite choices of things that I can do in any situation is ask people I know if they can think of other options. (laughs) Um, A lot of times we don't see the resources we have around us like other people or the internet, communities online, things like this where we can learn what we need to learn, we can get ideas and thoughts on our problem. The second concept that I want to bring up is that a lot of times we have an almost unlimited amount of options available to us, but we limit ourselves because of our values. So for example, some people value like security more than almost anything else. And so they live a very stable and controlled life and others value uh, freedom more than security. So they live a more like wild and changing life, but both can be totally happy with that and be, would be miserable with the other person's life. And it serves us to do this because it would be exhausting to see all the options to everything all the time and value everything equally. We would be perpetually assessing like 10,000 options each time we had a choice to make. So the way this affects our life, I'll give you some examples. Um, We think, you know, oh, I have no way to make money. But what we maybe mean is, I value my time more than what a paper route would pay me, or I value my inner sense of morality more than becoming a sex worker, etc., etc. Or we can think, you know, I have no choice but to allow my auntie to belittle me, whereas really, we just value belonging to our family more than inner peace. So... There's nothing wrong with any decisions that we make if we're aware of what we're doing and we own it for what it is. We could say, hey, you know what? I really do enjoy the comfort and security of this marriage, and I value that actually over whatever possible excitement or fulfillment or conflict might happen if I address the problems in it. And then, you know, if we own that choice, then we can decide to really enjoy it for what it is and what it offers us in our life. 
our values dictate our choices. So you're choosing what you're choosing right now because it lines up with your value hierarchy. And if you have a conflict in how you're living your life, I'm guessing that that's probably because you are starting to shift what you value. Third thing I want to mention about this question is that sometimes we focus so much on what we can't do that we forget to think about what we can. So, you know, we think, um, I, I was creating this during, uh, COVID. And so I was like, well, I can't see my mom on mother's day. Maybe I don't think about how I can call her, Zoom call her, write her a letter, send her a fruit bouquet, a flower bouquet, send her a singing telegram, a singing card, a video, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's actually a lot of things I can do. Oh, also I wanted to mention that sometimes we can't, if we can't change the situation we're in, um, we can often change our attitude about it. All right, so now we've established the problem in your life and what you want instead. So now take a couple minutes to think about what are five things that you can do right now to move you from your problem to what you want. What are five things, five, you know, resources maybe that you can access like people or the internet groups you can find, um, attitude shifts, (laughs) anything like that. Five things. And again, I encourage you to say them out loud. Okay, awesome. So the next question towards empowerment is thinking about the result you're actually looking for. Why do you want this, really? Like sometimes we think, um, you know, I want a certain kind of a house or a certain kind of car, but what we really want is to feel successful or we want to feel like we've made it and that signifies that to us. Or we think we want to marry someone anybody because we just want to feel loved or we want to travel because we want to feel free. There are often deeper desires to our desires and it's good to be aware of these. The way that you can figure this out for yourself is to ask the thing that you said you wanted. If you get that, how do you think it will make you feel and or how do you think it will change your life? So take a couple of minutes right now, and again, speaking out loud, think about why do you want this? Like, what changes do you think it will make in your life if you get it? And how would you feel if you got it?
All right. So now that you have thought of a deeper, maybe the deeper reasons for your desires, the deeper needs, you can ask yourself, how else can I give that to myself? The reason I say this is because it's empowering to always have a few different ways to meet your emotional needs. If you, you know, just depend on your partner to get your sexual needs met, like if they don't feel like it or they get sick or they're really tired, then you feel resentful because they're the only ones that can meet your sexual needs, right? Um, but what if you could find other ways? What if you could maybe schedule time to pleasure yourself regardless of, you know, whether they are in a sexy mood or not? What if you could order some new toys to help pleasure yourself? You know, things like that. Or, um, some people have open relationships where they have a couple different partners that can fulfill their sexual needs. So maybe that's an option. What if you can find creative options to meet your own emotional needs? And this isn't to say that other people will never meet our needs or be a part of that. We're incredibly interdependent and live alongside everyone else, right? But yeah, relying on any one person to make us feel a certain way is really in my opinion impossible. Like everybody's just a limited human being. And not only would I do I think it would still be impossible for them to do that if they were actually focused on doing that all the time, but they also have a life and wounds and issues of their own to deal with. Um, and you can also think about how can I meet that need like all by myself, completely within myself. How, for example, if you want love from your partner and you don't feel like you're getting enough love from them, how can you love yourself more? If you're... If, if you really desire freedom and you want to travel more to get that feeling of freedom, um, but you don't have the money right now to travel, say, what are other ways that you can feel freedom within yourself? Like, how can you go be free today in your life? My goal in my own personal life is to meet my own needs to a base degree where I feel fulfilled. And then when my partner or friends or family meet my needs, it's a bonus. It's really wonderful and makes me feel overflowing. So take a few minutes right now and think about what are two ways that you can meet the needs that you came up with in the last question. So if you said, you know, I want to travel, And I think if I traveled more, that would make me feel free. Then now think about what are two other ways that I can feel free in my life. Amazing. So now you have a much clearer view of what you want, how you can get it, and options of meeting your needs. Now all that's left is right now go and do one thing towards your end result. Text that person, go Google that option, book that into your calendar, etc. 
then do one more thing, one more thing, and one more thing, etc., etc. Um, so I hope that this is giving you some thought and some good questions to ask yourself. I basically find that I have no excuse to have any problems anymore. <laughs> Because within, you know, half an hour, I can always find some actions to take that will help me not have that problem anymore. Um, so, you know, if you like having problems, then um, this is probably not the best podcast for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope it's helpful and I will talk to you later. Thank you for listening to and subscribing to my podcast. If you'd like to know more, you can visit my website at mymessylessons.com. And if you want to know more about me and my coaching business, you can visit bbd.com. That's P-H-O-E-B-E-D.com. I hope you have, as always, a wonderfully messy week.